Hey there, friends. It's Nick. Okay, so we're going to bounce around a bit today, I think. I was remembering back in, when would it have been? Sort of oh, autumn 1996, probably, I'm talking about. I was working at IBM at that point, and I was with what they, they called then their new media lab. So we did CD-ROMs and websites and sort of the sexier, designy end, I suppose. And one of the clients I was working with, I was a, a sort of a producer, a, a project manager, I suppose. Yeah, let's call it producer because project manager sounds, sounds very dull, but I was, I effectively led a team to do various different things. And one of the, the clients we worked with, it was American Express. It wasn't a particularly sexy project, but Amex had decided they wanted to improve the, the usability of some, um, terminal, uh, this terminal application that they used. It wasn't anything that went out to the public. It was purely. Amex and their partners around the world, they used this. If you're old enough to remember what computers used to be like when they were those big square boxes and the screens were black with green writing on them, it was, it was not that dissimilar from that. Right. So it was by then it was already very old. And I remember going to a meeting with Amex and, and honestly, the, the people on the other side of the table in this meeting, one of them in particular. Their, te their kind of technology guy was, was, <laughs> it was a bit of a dick really. And I went with my colleague, Dan, who was my technology guy. And one of the proudest, proudest moments in my business life is, is when I said something, uh, I can't remember what particularly, and the technology guy on the other side of the table effectively told me how wrong I am, I, <laughs> told me how wrong I was. Our system doesn't work this way. It isn't, it isn't this. And of course I was only repeating what I'd been told because I was never, you know, that technical and Dan, God bless him on my left. Uh, not only did he politely, very politely contradict the, the client, but he also on, on our, on his laptop showed him exactly how it did work. And it was just one of those glorious moments, you know, when, you know, you are proved right and the enemy is vanquished and everyone, everyone is appropriately impressed. And of course they weren't impressed with me. They were impressed with Dan. And here's the reason I'm telling you this story. The reason is that Dan's name wasn't actually Dan. Dan was Chinese and he'd come over to the UK. And I think very early on in his UK experience, he'd realized that the only way <laughs> If he wanted to save himself an awful lot of time, he needed to choose a name that, that Brits could pronounce and remember, and he'd chosen Dan. And, and the reason that I'm reminded of this story and Dan in particular, who I've lost touch with, and I'm so sad because he was the kindest, gentlest, and one of the smartest people I knew. He could tell someone else they were wrong and show them and cause absolutely no offense. He was that kind of guy. The reason I'm remembering this is because yesterday I was having a conversation with a client and we we're talking about a new brand that the client is building. And he was talking in particular about the evolution of the name for the brand. And he'd had, he'd had a name that had good sort of, you know, solid foundations in terms of the kind of company he was building and the name had some sort of meaning. I'm not going to tell you what it is because it's, uh, it's not out in the world yet, but when he'd been talking to to designers early on in the process, they'd actually, they'd switch around two syllables of the name. 
and he immediately liked it more. And the reason that he liked it more was because it was easier to say. It was more fluent. And we've talked about sort of fluency before. You know, when I go on and on about you reading your copy out loud, it's because when you read something out loud, you get a sense of its fluency. And to bounce around again, this also reminds me of, um, a, when was it? 1991 movie, I think, with Michael J. Fox. I was a big Michael J. Fox fan in the 80s. And in 91, he made a movie called The Hard Way with uh, James Woods, which is a good enough movie. I liked him. I was, he always made me laugh. The Hard Way is a movie about essentially a, a um, pampered actor who plays a cop in one of these big um, action movie series. And he wants to get some real experience or he needs to get some real experience of what it's really like to be a cop. And he's paired up with James Woods, who of course is the loud mouth, cynical, uh, <laughs> angriest cop in the world, I think is how he's described in the movie, something like that anyway. And the reason that I'm remembering this and telling you this is because Michael J. Fox's character in that movie was called Nick. And I thought, well, that's cool that, that he's Nick in this movie, but his second name was Lang. And I immediately thought, oh, I wish, I wish my name was Lang, not because of the character, not because of Michael J. Fox, but because Warren, <laughs> Warren is weirdly difficult to say sometimes. I find myself on the phone sometimes sort of going, wow, Warren, <laughs> it's not, it's not super fluent. You know, it's not Nick Drake or Nick Rock or Nick Lang. It's Nick Warren, Warren. And fluency matters. I've talked about this before, you know, naming kind of matters. And, you know, if you think about the early versions of this podcast, the first version was, um, storyhacker.tv and storyhacker is a fluent, you know, that, that's really easy to say. Um, it's fluent. Uh, then it, obviously I, my business is, was a my company is actually called stories that mean business, but there's a reason if you think about it, that that the website and I talk about stories mean business now, it's just because it's more fluent. You know, I, I went for the extra bit of meaning stories that mean business. I'm creating friends stories that mean business for you. Right. I mean, that was the thinking, but actually it's not that extra syllable is not that fluent. And we can see in, in normal everyday life, you know, if your if your name, your first name has more than one syllable in it, and definitely if it has more than two, the chances of your name having been shortened to a nickname of some description are massively high because one syllable words are more fluent than multiple syllable words. And it's the reason why, I mean, I, you know, only my grandma called me Nicholas, you know, I, I, I used to be called Nicky when I was a kid. I've talked about that before. Um, but by the time I got through to, you know, maybe nine or 10, it was Nick and all my friends called me Nick. And if, of course, if you've got a, uh, a one syllable shortened version of your name, you're much more, much less likely to get a nickname. If you, if you get a nickname, it's very often a shorter version of, of you than your normal name. Does that make sense? I think it does. I got rid of the, that in stories mean business because fluency is such an important thing. It's like a gravitational force. You know, when we express things simply and powerfully, whether it be Dan, um, my friend, Dan, whose Chinese name, I can't remember. I couldn't remember it then. I certainly can't remember it now. Um, or it may be my client who, 
who actually, even just the, because of the way our mouths move to shape certain syllables, certain syllables flow better than others. Yeah. And when we express ourselves simply and we express ourselves powerfully to our audience, they are more likely to read the things we say. They're more likely to say them out loud. They're more likely to remember them. And of course they are more likely to share them. So fluency is one of those massively important things because it's, it's like the secret ingredient to, you know, creating things that flow. I guess in, in some sense, it's more, it's more realistic to say that when you aren't fluent, you're just adding friction to your message. You're adding friction to your product name or your service or whatever it might be. And the less friction we have, the more likely our stories are to mean business. Thanks for listening. If you want to dig deeper into the stuff that I do, search online for story.business. Bye now.